I got you. I get you. <laughs> <sighs> All right. What do we got for ads? Let's do this, Leroy Jenkins. Boy, they're having a nice day for the groom's golf outing. Oh, that's right. <laughs> what, 12 below? Hey, wear your you snowsuit. They're sitting in the clubhouse right now. Oh, just, just, just knocking them back. back. Yeah. They're going to need about 30 cabs uh, at the uh, – <laughs> Get a bus or something. Yeah, they're way right out there. They're in Troy Burn. Yeah, they're gonna need a bus. That's so funny. I for- completely forgot about that. You know, they probably told everybody they were gonna play golf. Oh, but they're downtown right now at a, an establishment. You know, the site of that wedding is also a homeless shelter. What's wrong with that? Just. Seems apropos. Okay. Can I have the ads? Oh, sorry. Um, you got a lot of litter box emails. There, I don't want to do any more litter box talk. <laughs> Bleep it. I, I warned you. Uh, you're right. Well, Scott well, Mature in Montana is trying to insist that it's real. I, I, I sent him. There. I got that email and I sent one back to him. I said, just give me proof. Yeah. Did you get my seafoam uh, letter I forwarded to you? It's, a, it's an ad um, for you. Hold on. Let me check my junk email. The guy got FFLF because of seafoam. He was all set to buy the new rig, and his wife said, no, put seafoam in it. Now the damn thing runs oh, like a clock. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Seafoam. Yes. Seafoam. It FFLF'd him. Oh, oh, no. Yes. Oh. Joe, you're going to have frat. Oh, no. Eco. That's, that's the worst. Eckberg. That's the worst thing that could possibly happen. That guy had the long face. (laughs) Just like that horse at the bar. I'm so sorry, sir. Hold on. That guy, a new truck or something. I don't know. Uh, Did you get the note? uh, From Kent, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Dear dear Joe. Poor guy. Um, Kenny, you will just have seafoam today. I, I need a ruling. I think it falls under the female fun limitation. Yeah, or possibly this is just that apricot canning bastard. Right. <laughs> Kenny's fault. Yeah. <laughs> what a great use There's of the word. Did you see that seafoam today? That is the greatest way to not say the F word right. I've ever I'm just going to say to you at some point today, yeah. you, how do I say it? Apricot canning you, Joe. Yeah. Does he got seafoam today? Yeah. Where's your ad? Yeah, I've got it here. I've got it. I'm, yeah. In fact, that's the only one I need from you today, sir. He says, now that's I'm kinda, out the new one. It's kind of depressing, Chris. Oh, it's a terrible, sad, that's so sad. Can I just give somebody a freebie, Chris, just to make me feel better? No. No, because I got to do three today. I got a great town council email. Wait a minute. What's a brute four six fifty? Well, must be some kind of four by four. Is that a Kawasaki? Look it up real quick so you know what you're talking about. I'm going to guess Kawasaki. Well, I'm going to guess it's some sort of. Yeah, it's it's either a side by side. Yeah, right, right. But. I want to know who the manufacturer is. I was right. Kawasaki. It is. Yeah. Which was my second motorcycle after an Indian 50. Of all the bikes I've owned, I never owned Kawi. I've had 
Just one? Just one. I've had everything else, though. Yamaha, Suzuki, Honda. Huh, and one Kawasaki. I've had Honda, Harley, Triumph. Uh, I know there was one other type I had. I can't think of it. Red. Uh, my buddy blue. has a. I think it was blue. My the, the fella I'm driving grain cart for has yeah. a really really old Harley Davidson dirt tracker, Ooh. single cylinder, with a really short wheelbase. Huh. It's like the wheelbase of a mini bike. Uh, but I'm trying to talk him into dragging it over to my shop to give me something to do this winter because I'm not going to do that Minneapolis Millennium. May I ask you a stupid question? Why not? Is there an advantage or a disadvantage to combining at night? No, it's getting it done. They're just getting it done. No, but I'm saying I, I get that, that they're just, I just yeah. didn't know if there was a better, better or worse scenario. No, it, it's okay. it's just because it's been it done. every every day this week. I've seen them the guys, all day at night. The guys that have their own bins, they can go all night long. But like in Mike's case, all we can do is fill his two semis because he brings it to the uh, sure. ele the elevators and they shut down at seven o'clock. Gotcha. Rattaloni's Hardware so, Garden Store. Oh, it's seven o'clock. We still have two semis to fill, and that's you know four hours. He's combining it five miles per hour really right. slow so uh speaking of that the other day when i called my dad he called me back and he's doing the same thing here he's driving grain truck and he said yeah what you? and it's louder than hell right oh so he's in the tractor yeah yeah it is yeah. he's louder than hell right and he's like well, yeah what's when, up when i talked to you the other night i was in the tractor yeah same thing okay very it might oh, have even been the same day tractor and yeah. so a a he said tractor. yeah what's up and i said well we were Joe was trying to find out the name of an old WCCO radio personality. I said, well, I guarantee my dad would know. So remember that list I went through that that listener sent? Yeah. He did that off the top of his freaking head. Kenny, I think it was the fake, the radio show he did had a fake name. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, this is showing at the Head Theater in Moorhead. Uh, you know, that type of stuff. Right. Wacky. Uh, yeah, I wish I, midnight. Guy, he had was a it, very melodious voice, a very yeah. wonderful voice. M midnight something. No, um, no. the something. The who would we know? Oh, Swedberg. And they have contests. He had contests. Hey, do you have Swedberg's phone number? I don't. I don't. Do Dan does. I think. How do we not have Greg's number? I never worked with Greg. Oh, you didn't. Mm -mm. Well, but oh. when I was at Clear Channel, we were all in separate buildings. Because my, my brother Johnny would know. My my boss was Dan back then. Greg ran uh, K Fan and K one hundred two. Hey, I wonder if Johnny would know. Maybe he worked there. He worked at CCO. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. He were he were all them places. Oh, you know who else would know? Joe, who did I replace? Your producer. He went to um, Duluth and then he went to CCO. Great guy. Um, great, great, great Peter guy. No, no, no. Uh, Peter and I were there at the same time. He was a sports guy. He ended up being a sports guy. He went up to Duluth and then he ended up at CCO. And I met him in Tampa of all places at a Vikings game. 
Who am he, I talking was about? Was he a, a co-host, Kenny, or a producer? No, he, he, he started as a producer and ended up doing sports. We're trying to think of the name of a guy who years ago sent me tapes of he either sent them under his real name or he sent them under the name of a fake radio show, but he was a WCCO guy. And uh, he had created this mythical station and he played great music. Oh, how much is Johnny going to F with just, him? We've been racking our brains for a week trying to think of his name. Uh, huh? It was Kurt Lundgren? Couldn't have been. The Kurt rings a bell, but Lundgren doesn't. But now I think you're right. Kurt Lundgren? What did he do at CCO? CCO FM. All right. Kurt Lundgren. CCO FM. What's that? Uh, it was 103. It turned into light. W oh, 102.9. Okay, gotcha. Now yeah. it's the country station. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, so they ran. Yeah, I think Yatesy actually worked there too. So they ran CCO on AM and on 102.9. That was him. All right. Thank you. No, no, they were light FM. I don't know how it came up. I don't know what they were before they um, flipped to light, though. But that's what their call letters was. It was WCCO FM. I believe so. Huh. I never knew that. Facing. Did you ever watch Facing Nolan? Never. Oh heard of it. no, but I have it no, on my I've list. Gotten to watch it. I've heard it's it's incredible. All right, thank you. Kurt Lundgren. Huh. What was the name of the show? Oh, you know who else would know? Oh, I bet I have I have Tom Holter, Scott Holter's brothers. Uh, I wonder if I have his phone number. Hold on, let's not go on yet. If we could get this solved, because I know Scott Holter would know, right? I don't know Scott. Scott uh, um, might know, yeah. Did Scott used to work here? No. No, he also sent us really good music, and I became friends with him. Oh. And then I think I might have made him mad or something, because I haven't heard. No, I think I don't... he lives in Seattle now. Yeah, he does. I don't have Tom's number. I do have his email. I'll fire him off an email. All right, let's go here. Are you ready? I think so. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> um, that is on. This is good. Okay. Joe, I'm rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 944, October 14th, 2022. 86 degrees on this day. Doesn't that sound oh, wonderful? I'll say. In 1947 and 24 degrees in 1937. Uh, I have some weather notes, but I'll wait till after the music. Plays. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Kelsey sent me a picture of a caterpillar and a chart of woolly bear caterpillars and how they can predict winter based on their color. And uh, apparently this one's got enough brown fur that it indicates a mild winter. So is this much like Puxatawney Phil? Something like that, yeah. 
Another hmm. guy from Arizona sent uh, sent me an email because GLers love to rub it in. What'd you see when you looked out the window this morning? He said, I saw sunny blue skies and warmth. We saw snow on the oh, ground. Oh, see, that's just mean. Yeah. That's just mean. We saw snow on the ground. I don't think it'll last. I have a town council uh, question. Okay. Here it is. What did you see when you looked out the window this morning? Down here in southern Gumption County, I saw sunshine. John in Arizona. That feels like two pieces of paper there. All right. uh, the town council. Yes, sir. Uh, Keith wonders, I am not able to listen to your program when it is being taped and have to listen to it later in the day. Okay. Does subscribing to the town council give me any benefits? Oh, absolutely. Well, no. Sure it does. Well, he's listening late in the day anyway. But keep in mind, whenever we, quote unquote, go live, you know, which we normally do about, I don't know, 10 minutes before we record the show, the entire duration of the show and roughly 10 minutes after the show is concluded, all of that is available to the people that subscribe to the town council. Even they don't have to listen to Plus, it live. They can. They have that option, but it's all then available to them, both in video format and in go. podcast format. Yeah, and so all of that's actually... available. So all you got to do is go to GarageLogic.com. I might as well promote it now for just ten dollars a month or one hundred dollars for the year. You're going to get access to twenty four seven members only live audio stream full of live recordings of Garage Logic, best of segments and replays. Full show video archive, including before and after the show between segments content. You're going to receive a weekly newsletter from the mayor, a town council membership card, a town council window cling, a certificate from the mayor, and invites to exclusive members-only events. Go to garagelogic.com and sign up today. So I remain fascinated with this food for fraud scandal. And I was noting that... And by, uh, and by interested, you mean PO'd. Well, yeah, and and... It, it appears that the St. Paul equivalent of feeding our future, let's just call that one Minneapolis-based. St. Paul's equivalent was Partners in Nutrition. Oh, yes. yeah. That happened to be co-founded by Amy Bach oh. in 2015. Mm -hmm. And then she split and founded her own Feeding Our Future. And I got to thinking feed, uh, uh, Partners in uh, Nutrition, nutrition yeah is also a, a subtitle of an outfit called Partners in Quality Care. And they have a very nice website about all the wonderful things they do. And I thought, well, I'm going to put on my Jimmy Olsen hat here. And I noted their address wasn't that far from my house. So yesterday after the show, I went to Partners in Quality Care, a.k.a. Partners in Nutrition. It's in an ancient three-story red brick building on West 7th Street in St. Paul, a storefront. And the only other occupant of the building seemed to be a hair salon. Okay. But the windows for Partners in Quality Care, a.k.a. Partners in Nutrition, were mirrored. I, I, you couldn't see a thing. Did you press your nose up to the glass anyway? Please tell me you did. Of course I did. Thank you. And all I saw was the reflection of West 7th Street behind me. And nose hairs. Yep. And then I I went in, and I went to their door, and it was locked. And I put my ear to the door, and I didn't hear a thing. <laughs> I didn't hear phones. I didn't hear any any noise that would indicate a business. So then no. I walked down the hall to the salon. 
And there were two clients uh, getting uh, hair cuts from two stylists. And I said, you guys happen to know if, uh, uh, if quality, uh, what's, what did I say? Partners and quality, quality quality partners and quality care is open or what? And they both said, we don't know. We're sorry. Then I walked back and I, I tried the door again and it was locked. And then I went outside. I went around the back. There was three office chairs sitting outside haphazardly and a pile of scrap lumber. And then I got back in my car and made some notes and, and went home. And then I thought, dumb me, I, I should have called uh, because the website does offer a phone number. Okay, sure. I guess I made the assumption uh, that, it would not have been answered. Well, sure enough, it was answered. And I said, well, holy mackerel, I was just there. I didn't think you were open. And they said, yeah, well, we got tinted windows. I said, well, okay. Were you the guy in the brown jacket walking around here? And I said, no, I I had a a light colored sweater on. And they said, what do you want to talk to us about? I said, food fraud, the food fraud scandal. No, but there was a pause. <laughs> and then was it I, a notable pause as in scrambling or was it a didn't understand the question? No, kind of a pause? I would call it a thoughtful pause. Gotcha. And they said, no, you'll have to talk to Robin. And I didn't catch her last name. And Robin came on the phone and I introduced I identified myself. And she said, what do you want? And I said, well, I you you were reimbursed for $200 million in the year 2021. Say what? Supposedly for providing 80 million meals. And and then I lost it. I My brain went high, haywire. And I started winging. I said, where are the trucks? Where's your loading dock? Oh, Where's Joe. the food? Where's the oh. people? Oh, Joe. And she said, you don't get it. And I didn't say this, but I said, yeah, me and 5 million other Minnesotans don't get it. And then she said, I'm not talking to you anymore and hung up the phone. So that that's as wow. far. And, and no one, oh. no one with that outfit has been charged with anything. You no one. You blew it. You blew it. How'd I blow it? You went on your little talk radio rant. You should have just kept slyly asking questions but like was, your Jim Rockford and she, role. And she said, you don't get it. And I think I know what she meant. Of course, I get it. You you weren't feeding people at this location. That's just the office. You were supposedly uh, providing uh, reimbursement checks to the people at various sites who ostensibly were feeding the children. And according to unsealed FBI documents, were not feeding the children. In any event, where am I going with this? In any event, from this humble office, from this essentially... Run down yeah. office. Yeah. A supposed $200 million got funneled through there. Holy crap. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. That's all alleged. But how can we according not, to the FBI. But how can we not have suspicion based upon what's happened the last couple of months? And it turns out, it turns out that it would be somewhat accurate to say feeding our future and partners in nutrition were competitors. They both sued MDE for stopping the reimbursements. They both did. Both did. Uh, to no mm-hmm. avail, uh, that 
Yeah, hmm. to Somerville. Uh, wow. MDE did so start. Let's do this again. math. One was in Minneapolis. One was in St. Paul. Right. Eighty million for the St. Paul outfit, and how many again for Minneapolis? I don't have the number in front of me. But in one calendar year. Yes, 2021. And in 2020, Partners in Nutrition got $5.9 million in federal reimbursements. The very next year, they got $200 million in federal reimbursements because so they, they claim to be feeding 80 million children. This is where it breaks down. They needed $40 million more, more, more in financing. Five times that, do you mean? Or yeah, I'm sorry, five times that. Well, alleged. And this is where it breaks down in in responsibility. You mean you mean to tell me? It's actually no, it is 40 times. There were cut checks for 200 million because somebody bought the BS that they were feeding 80 million kids. I think so. Where's the responsibility in MDE? Where's the responsibility legislatively? Where's the re where did the buck never stopped until the FBI came along and then MDA stepped to it and and cut off the payments? At which point they were sued. So these people wanted to sue to keep the fraud going, allegedly. Yesterday, when we had Nancy on and you had raised this, I believe it was towards the end of the interview, and you had said. I have the feeling, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but this is the tip of the iceberg. So, I said that yesterday. Okay. When, and I completely believe you and agree with you. How, at what point are we going to find out that there's way more people involved in this scam than meets the eye? Well, I don't think the indictments are done. I, That's I, what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, are we going to start finding, for God's sake, we have a sitting Minneapolis City Council member whose wife was involved with one of these. Right. I mean, well, how, and for example, how deep no, are the tentacles going to get is my question. A lot deeper than we know today. But for example, partners in nutrition, no official associated with that outfit. And God bless them. Maybe they do the Lord's work. No one's been charged with anything. Now, I would add yet. I, it, it, it's, it's, it's not plausible to me that no one will end up being charged. It's not plausible, especially when you go from five million to two hundred million in one calendar year. Right. I'm sorry. And again, it's all couched in pandemic terms. Chris, there were almost fifty people arrested in this initially. Right, but, but then so, the one that not three pled guilty yesterday. Right. Right. Yeah. I. And then. Uh, in, in today's paper, a state representative stepbrother also yep. operated a meal site. Muhammad yep. um, Noor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait, isn't Muhammad Noor the opposite? His stepbrother had a place called the Average Muhammad. His stepbrother is Muhammad Ahmed Ahmed. Mm -hmm. There's no way for me to say what I want to say without being accused of racism. I'm trying to figure out a way to say it. Because I don't mean racism. I mean something more inherently intellectual or germane to the human condition. I think condition. what you're trying to say is there's a lot of ties to one demographic. Well, in there's, a lot of this. there's, to my knowledge, there's been no Hmong fraud. Okay, but let me put the brakes on for you. Yeah, I haven't said anything yet. Because this was discovered and the FBI was tipped off by a Somali. That's right. That's right. And a Somali newspaper exposed all that. That's correct. right. That's right. So you can't make a blanket indictment. Just, well, I think you just saved me from doing that. Yeah, no, you yeah, you you can't make a, a blanket indictment on the Somalis. They're calling out fellow Somalis for doing this and for making their 
here comes the word community look bad. And, mm-hmm. and by the way, remember when um, Ilhan Omar went to the uh, that convention where she was booed off the stage. She was booed by Somalians that that don't think she's doing. Well, a well good they job. see right through her. Ex- exactly. Well, because I, there was also the daycare so, fraud scandal that yeah, was connected. So there's no indicting the Somali community here. No, no, this is no, just my, bad no, people. no, no. My question was more accurately. Uh, never mind. Never mind. I'm not All even right. going to try to explain my question. All right. Uh, I'm not even going to try to explain my question, but there's been some daycare fraud with the Somali community and there's been some food fraud allegedly and with the Somali the, community. The and, Somalis are hyper aware of that and PO'd. Right. And that's why they're calling calling them out and right. calling the FBI on them. But I I uh, I think it's I think we're in the strap yourselves in part of this. I, I think you're right. I think there's going to be much more. It's going to get deeper and more confusing because because you can't hide it now. No. You can't you can't take you can't put your kid gloves back on because these alleged fraudsters happen to be Somalians. Right, because the cat's out of the bag. I think it was gotten away with for some time because of that. Remember at the yes. very beginning I said, and I'm I'm glad to have been proven wrong. At the very beginning I said, I bet not much will come of this because the people who would wish to point it out will be accused of discrimination. You did say that right away. And, and I think that... I think that dynamic was in play at the very beginning of people getting wind of the food fraud. And you know what? To piggyback on Kenny's point, would it have gotten the attention had the Sahan Journal not gone after this story as aggressively as they Remember did? how long, and Such was railing, how long it took mainstream yes. press yes. to kick in? Mm-hmm. Joe was literally, for I think, over a month begging um, I would almost said legitimate. That's not the right word. Uh, major newspaper public publications to pick this up. Well, it would have been begging the Star Tribune. Right, right, right. I, I, Scott from Inver Grove, never afraid and always pushing back. He he was the banker for the gal we had on yesterday. Oh, uh, help me with her name. Is it Nancy? Oh, Nancy uh, Close. Close. Yes, and uh, he. Uh, corroborated that she was she's a straight arrow on the up and up good and by the way i need to read an email and i need to apologize is m leanne uh shoemaker the teacher we've talked to that that might live in milwaukee the no. young millennial nope, nope. that's that, not her that's i not know her. her nope uh well but she writes long time no talk old white men <laughs> oh wait 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 uh, that is her. I think it is. Yeah, no, I know. I was wrong. That's her. I was Lee. Listen- her name is Lee. Lee. Yeah. I, Lee. Yeah. I was listening to the podcast today and you brought up every meal from another emailer. You all seem very suspicious of them. Uh, I don't think we all did. And I, if I sounded suspicious of them, uh, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I can, uh, confirm to you that Every Meal is an amazing nonprofit. I worked in Minneapolis and St. Paul Public Schools before, and I've seen their donations since my first year of teaching in 2016. They even send food home to suburban district families as well. Uh, we usually send home a, f- a flyer at the beginning of the year, and families can opt in or out. On Fridays, they drop off the bags of meals, and either volunteers or school social workers place the bag in the child's 
backpack for them to bring home each weekend. I've had families tell me how much it does help. My family and I have even been uh, donated. My family and I have even donated to them. They sent out an email after the fraud stuff came out that was really encouraging and affirming of their intentions and transparency as a nonprofit. I'll look, I'll forward it to you so you can have a read. The food actually goes to families who want and need it. And every meal, that's what it's called, has a great heart. Always pushing back. Lee, the euphorian millennial teacher. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. glad to clear that up. Uh, I think I think the outfit called Every Meal came up in the uh, in talking to Nancy. Is it cousin? Na- Nancy Close. Nancy Close. Uh, that at Central High School. It's Kurt Cousins. Right. Nancy, Nancy Close. Close. Right. In talking to her, I mentioned an email I had gotten from a parent at Central High School okay. who copied me on the email that, where it said every meal will be, every meal is the name of the outfit, would be sending home food. And uh, what Lee wants us to understand that every meal is uh, on, the, on up the up and up. up. Yep. So okay. there you have it. And if I gave uh, a different impression, I apologize. You know, the thing, if it offended you, the thing I keep wondering about too is the people that have already been, you know, apprehended no, I apologize. and whatnot. Are they going to end up getting lesser penalties due to plea agreements because they're trying to find even more people associated with this? Do you, do you follow my? No, repeat the question. So the, the the ones that have already been taken into custody and questioned, are they ultimately going to get plea agreements and lesser penalties? just trying to get more information and, and get even at this point, my answer would be, I think they're working their way down a list um, because earlier you said, uh, one of you just said, um, how deep does this go? It feels like we're discussing Watergate or, or mm-hmm. something, but if you read Sahan journal um, from October 7th, they have a piece on another organization that the government is referring to as sponsor A. So sponsor A is feeding uh, is new partners in nutrition. That's sponsor Are you sure? A. Yes, sponsor A is partners in because nutrition. they were responsible for fifty seven point seven. That's million. feeding. Uh, that's oh, nutrition. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Wow. gotcha. Thank you. Yeah. Well, if you got up today and looked out the window and saw the snow, it mm-hmm. reminded you that we have a different season ahead of us, and you want to be able to get through it. I would choose one of the fine family of Volkswagen SUVs from Schmelz Countryside. I followed a vehicle from Schmelz on the way into work was today. Was it an Atlas? Yeah. It was you, you dummy. Oh, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Schmelz Countryside on the uh, southeast corner. That's awesome. Can highway, he even waved to me? Highway 36 me. and 61. <laughs> In Maplewood, the oldest Volkswagen dealer in the region, until I stand corrected, and I don't think I will be a multi-generational dealership. I've been uh, buying and uh, enjoying cars there for years, and I will continue to. The family of Volkswagen SUVs are in stock. They're arriving daily. The new Taos, uh, the family-size seven-passenger Atlas with 5,000-pound towing capacity, the Tiguan. A lot of these got your... uh, technology and stuff they got all-wheel drive and iq would drive advanced safety systems they have the all-electric id4 suv named the 2021 world car of the year if you're a candidate schmelz countryside they're great people great service very conveniently located there on the southeast corner of 36 and 61 in maplewood 
Details at SchmelzVW.com. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here once again for my friends at Hofferman Water. And I'm talking about Kinetico, the best water treatment systems known to man. And I'm a firm believer in that because I've had not one, but two different Kinetico systems. And boy, am I a satisfied customer. And you will be too. Plus, you're going to love the service that you're going to get from Hofferman Water. Uh, iron rust and odor filtration systems, drinking water systems, and of course, water softeners. And that's because a new system from Kinetico can do so many things that other water softeners just simply can't do. It's going to cut down on salt usage, and it's also going to protect your appliances. I've had bad water, and it's not fun at all. I went through two dishwashers. That's how bad my water was at my previous home. So when you get that new system from Kinetico and Hofferman Water, your showers get better. Your laundry is going to get better, and not to mention the best drinking water around. Trust me, I just had a drinking water system installed, and my wife absolutely loves it. So please get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today, 952-894-4040, or visit their website, which is, of course, HoffermanWater.com. That's 952-894-4040 or HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please let them know that you heard about them right here on the Garage Logic podcast. The Sahan Journal printed the names of all 49 people. Whoa. Are they virtually all Somalis? I, so far. Oh, they, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I I have no reason to believe the government won't stay with this. Other than Amy Bach, yeah. Mm-hmm. But how, but I guess my question earlier was going to be how many different people that are connected to politics are going to be tied to this thing? We've already seen what two examples? Yeah, well, you got a city council member, you got a state legislator, both of whom are Somali. Both of whom might be terribly innocent. Have either one of you guys yeah, ever sure felt really, really sick and made yourself throw up and then you feel better? Yes. No. How do you make yourself throw up? Because I think that's what I have to do. Read this story about the food fraud. I feel like I should do that to just get it over with and hopefully I'll feel better. Usually it was due to a hangover. Um, no, I haven't had any liquor in a long time. But, um, yeah, I did it once. It was, I think, before a game. I did that once. I thought, Glenn oh. Hall uh, was the goalie for the Blackhawks in the '60s. He had to heave before every game. I used to feel that way before the state fair shows. This year was pretty easy for me for some reason. God Almighty, they're <laughs> they're not worth throwing up for. Hey. I'll tell you that. There was one year you were having a panic attack and laying. I never had a panic attack at the fair. You were laying on the floor in the control. Joe, how do you not remember this? I don't remember this. You were laying on the floor in the control room. I was probably having a heart problem. (laughs) Like uh, Carol Shelby, just start munching those things like M&M's. Oh, if I could write a book Reavers, about you, backstage at the fair. Holy crap. Reavers, you got the U of M oh, uh, yep. Let me pull tape up. ready? My favorite was uh, the boss coming in and saying, I need a beer. We're like, no, we don't, we don't have any <laughs> beer here. She's like, put a beer in my hands now. <laughs> Where's Reavers' cooler? 
<laughs> like we're like we think we're pulling one over right. on her. We're not pulling. Yeah. <laughs> that certainly wouldn't happen today. Is there a? Uh, is it well, the top video on this link, Joe? Well, you're going to have to find out, and let's not go on until you've got that secured. Well, I guess what I'm saying is that there's only just the one. Yeah, okay, there is, because the other ones are photos. Got it. Let me make sure there's not an ad. Of course there is. Well, you got to get through all that and be ready to go. I'm going to need all that. All that. Um. (sighs) Okay, it's just about... Just shy of two minutes. That's fine. Okay. Kenny, your mind's going to be blown. Well, I, I'm sorry. I was concentrating on how awful I feel. I, I didn't hear. Well, what do you feel said. flu-like? It's just a really, really upset stomach. Well, go outside. Don't. I don't want to witness this. Well, I've got a bathroom. You got a basket? No, I've got a bathroom. It's you know. So 20... if you if you 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 yeah, if I disappear, you know. No, but what I'm you're going to want to hear this. You're going to want to hear what we're about to play. So hold it in there for a while there, Chuck. <laughs> Up, Chuck. Up, Chuck. Up, Chuck. <laughs> All right, you ready? That hurts. Don't do that. Uh, uh, you yes. know what? We should yes. call We should call Matthew just to find out. What? Find out what? Well, he's supposed to be playing golf today, right? Right now, right? That's up to, yes. Well, they can't. And obviously that's been canceled. So let's find out what they're doing. Let's see. Find out. It'll be like the time we called rookie when we got fired. Yeah. It's all bleep. We'll know if girls, girls, girls is playing in the background and somebody's (laughs) stepping to the stage right now. Say hello to (laughs) Tiffany. Did you see the picture? I think it was from San Antonio of a fire truck that stops and lets out a very fetching stripper in high heels, walk to her job, and apparently the fire department is going to be uh, oh questioned about how why in the hell were you giving this young lady a ride? Well, it's their job to assist. They were the helping public. the public. Good lord! Yeah, it's yeah. what they get paid to That's do. That's right. Oh, oh. Well, don't spew. I should have another cigar. That would help. Let's just, let's go here. Let's, let's do this. All right. You ready to rock? I'm rolling. Well, when do you want to call him? I will. All right. Yes, sir. These men who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and Johnny and Dylan. This is a new one? This new one? No, it's not. this is actually one of our first ones we've ever had. Well, you don't play it often enough, then. That's because he stores them in his email program. Well, he doesn't have them on a button. Bar. I didn't use it for a while because this was the opening theme for Johnny's music podcast that had a short run. <laughs> Let's go with the uh, U of M situation here. I'd like to hear from Kenny Olson first. Well, uh, dear Joe. Oh. <laughs> I need a ruling. I think this falls under the female fun limitation factor, or possibly this is just that apricot canning bastard Kenny's fault. 
I have a 2013 Brute Force 650. It's a it's an ATV. Uses it around the farm. Wife uses. I'm about, I haven't pre pre read this, so forgive me. Uh, the wife uses it mainly to drag the arena and pastures. Must be a horse farm, huh? Yes. Uh, she comes inside one day after using the wheeler. Says it keeps dying. Well, being the fixer in the house, I go out, take a look. Sure enough, starts rough, runs for a few minutes, then dies. Now I'm excited. I have wanted a new four-wheeler for years, and it's finally about to happen. I go inside, deliver the bad news. Sorry, hon. The wheeler's broken. Nothing I can do about it. We will need a new one. Now, my wife knows nothing about engines. In my mind, this is a perfect plan. My wife then utters something I never expected. Why don't you try that seafoam stuff you're always buying? Uh-oh. Well, long story short, the wheeler runs perfect now, and I'm out the new one. GFFLF'd him. Love the show. Thanks, Joe. She now, female fun factored limited him or whatever that is. Somebody owes him a four-wheeler. I don't know if, if it's me or Such or Seafoam. I don't. <laughs> Somebody owes this guy a brand new four wheeler. I this is the first this is the first story I've received where Seafoam worked. How do no. I even phrase this? Where Seafoam's getting bitched at because it works. <laughs> Thank you. That's the, that's what I was looking for. Oh man, a wonderful product in a world of bad gas. With all apologies, Seafoam is the greatest. We're sorry. Well, no. Listen to his final. A letter a final sentence it's so sad uh well long story short <laughs> the wheeler runs perfect now and i'm out the new one all i got is that four wheeler all i got is my kawasaki i i know a way that he can kill that kawasaki once well, and for all no, i think you i think this is a wonderful testimony but but it goes against uh it goes against everything we know and love about cylinders so i i can't recommend well, wouldn't it. this just wouldn't you be able to now sell it instead of having to junk it well if it's running fine why get rid of it that's true now uh, many many emailers uh wanted me to be on top of this i w wish to reassure them that i did see it uh the daily mail for example has exposed the ridiculous oath that u of m medical students are forced to take and includes every academic clash cliche in the book including white supremacy colonialism gender binary and ableism the students have to pledge to honor all indigenous ways of healing that have been historically marginalized by western medicine they also are committed to promoting a culture of anti-racism and were forced to state that the university was built on Dakota land. And of course, they had to pledge to save our planet from apocalyptic climate change, even though that has nothing to do with medicine. We commit to healing our planet, the med students chanted in unison. I want this from Timbuktu. I want my surgeon to follow the tenets of modern medicine, not shamanism or faith healing. At one time, white Europeans believed in bloodletting as valid medical practice. We no longer honor this practice as it has been completely debunked. Some traditional ideas were very stupid ideas, and that applies to every race and ethnic group. Uh, we have the video. It's not, we're not making this up. It's almost what, like watching a horror show. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely is. Yes. The students are in their white coats. This is the medical class of 2026 at your University of Minnesota.
to which you provide your hard-earned tax dollars. With gratitude, we, the students of the University of Minnesota Twin Cities Medical School Class of 2026, stand here today among our friends, families, peers, mentors, and communities who have supported us in reaching this milestone. Our institution is located on Dakota land. Today, many indigenous people throughout the state, including Dakota and Ojibwe, call the Twin Cities home. We also recognize this acknowledgement is not enough. We commit to uprooting the legacy and perpetuation of structural violence deeply embedded within the healthcare system. What? We recognize inequities built by past and present traumas rooted in white supremacy, colonialism, the gender binary, ableism, and all forms of oppression. As we enter this profession with opportunity for growth, we commit to promoting a culture of anti-racism, listening and amplifying voices for positive change. We pledge to honor all indigenous ways of healing that have been historically marginalized by Western medicine. Knowing that health is intimately connected to our environment, we commit to healing our planet and communities. We vow to embrace our role as community members and strive to embody cultural humility. We promise to continue restoring trust in the medical system and fulfilling our responsibilities as educators and advocates. We commit to collaborating with social, political, and additional systems to advance health equity. We will learn from the scientific innovations made before us and pledge to advance and share this knowledge with peers and neighbors. We recognize the importance of being in community with and advocating for those we serve. Um, you've been duped. That is a scene out of Soylent Green, a 1973 science fiction movie. You think so, if I didn't see it with my own eyes. Wow. That was, I don't, so. Do I laugh? Do I cry? I do I run like hell? This is why I didn't want Joe to say anything to you, Kenny, because I, I saw this before the, the show with Joe, and I could not believe what I was watching. The monotone, in unison, oh. Wow. Um, just to point out to this video, the link will be posted to the Garage Logic website so people can see the video for themselves. Kenny, it's as if it's it's soylent green come to real life. It's like they're at mass. It, it, yeah, it, 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 it's so terrifying. only with less emotion. Correct. Like like they've been drugged well, like Jim Jones clan. A couple of things. Uh, one, uh, give the land back to the Dakota. Re None number you, one, none of you colleges. Number do, one, give you everything back. That. Yeah. And number two, that uh, let's say right now there's a, a woman of Dakota heritage uh, walking on Franklin Avenue, which there is, and she's cold, and uh, which she is, and she doesn't have a lot to look forward to today. How does this help her? No, you're. Oh my God, you're so right. How does All this, help this her? does is ease white guilt this or was, ease their own pathetic liberal guilt this is the most conceitful thing i've ever heard it is oh. truly truly oh, you're, dreadful oh you're taking it that far mm -hmm. yeah it's dreadful and i've told you before 
you go to the doctor 10 years from now and you're supposed to get a cataract removed and some screwball is going to hand you your pancreas. God, I want to laugh, I mean, but you're I, right. What, what, where, where are we headed here? I've got where a tree in guy. God's name are we headed? I've got a tree guy like that. A tree guy? Tell him to cut down one tree, cuts down the tree on the other side of the house. <laughs> Well, that's like Royce's dad hired the grave digger in the dead of winter, but the guy hit, he dug the wrong grave, and Richard said, why? And he said, well, the ground was softer over here. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> this... Now, no, wait. Yeah. I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of a euphorian, a mysterian, a resident of Liberal Lakes, Diversityville, or, or uh, Liberal Lakes, uh, and people are saying, well, what harm can this do? Or uh, what's wrong with that? Well, what's wrong with it is it's duplicitous, it's disingenuous, it's hypocritical, it's BS. Again, if that's Dakota land and you're guilty about it, then give the damn school back to the Dakota. And two, this does not help anyone except you frauds who think you're making yourself feel better. And... It alerts me to the idea that ingrained now in your medical education will be this classism you must be aware of. And you really want to tell me that you're going to find some degree of acceptance in what have been proven to be false uh, concepts of uh, natural healing that don't work? Are you going to abandon the CAT scan machines? What are you going to do? You gonna stick a leech on my ass? What's wrong with you? Play it again and listen. It's being led by, I assume, a professor, a, a professor of medicine, maybe the maybe the medical director of the school. I have no idea who. It, the do, pledge was. Does it say the pledge was led by Doctor Robert Englander? The oh my god, the associate dean for undergraduate education at the school's white coat ceremony. So, Dr. Robert England, I would imagine, uh, and I don't think I'll be wrong, uh, just to pick a year, uh, there's been a white coat ceremony, let's say, every year. And I take it that is to welcome the uh, incoming class. Correct. That uh, should they survive the rigorous demands of a medical training, will become doctors in four years. And this uh, white coat ceremony took place on August 19th. It's just get it was posted to the Daily Mail today. That's why we're seeing it today. And uh, so, so there was a white coat ceremony, let's say, in 1957. Right. It probably didn't have any of this stuff. I'm going to guess it did. It probably ha had to do with you're supposed to be here to work your ethical work hard and um, make sure you do the best you can and help people and 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 so and then in 1977 there was a white coat ceremony. A welcome, students. You're in for a hell of a rough ride here for four years because we don't suffer fools gladly. Why do we call it a white coat ceremony? Well, because they wear those lab coats. Well, but that has to go. That's got to go. And, and uh, we don't suffer fools gladly. And uh, if you uh, fail, you're out. Mm. And now we come to 2022, and this is the white coat ceremony. With gratitude, we, the students of the University of Minnesota Twin Cities Medical School Class of 2026, stand here today among our friends, families, peers, mentors, and communities who have supported us in reaching this milestone. Our institution is located on Dakota land, 
Today, many indigenous people throughout the state, including Dakota and Ojibwe, call the Twin Cities home. We also recognize this acknowledgement is not enough. We commit to uprooting the legacy and perpetuation of structural violence deeply embedded within the healthcare system. We recognize inequities built by past and present traumas rooted in white supremacy, colonialism, the gender binary, ableism, and all forms of oppression. As we enter this profession with opportunity for growth, we commit to promoting a culture of anti-racism, listening and amplifying voices for positive change. We pledge to honor all indigenous ways of healing that have been historically marginalized by Western medicine. Knowing that health is intimately connected to our environment, we commit to healing our planet and communities. We vow to embrace our role as community members and strive to embody cultural humility. We promise to continue restoring trust in the medical system and fulfilling our responsibilities as educators and advocates. We commit to collaborating with social, political, and additional systems to advance health equity. We will learn from the scientific innovations made before us and pledge to advance and share this knowledge with peers and neighbors. We recognize the importance of being in community with and advocating for those we serve. Two quick things. Mm-hmm. I have three, but you go ahead. There's how many of 200, 300 kids at this ser- students at this no ceremony? It was just short of people there uh, in robes holding torches. Why did not one of them <laughs> yeah. say, "What are we?" Like, and walk out. How, how, you can't tell me that all of them are that like taking me. You mean taking me? Yeah, to stand up to this nonsense. How did one of them in that entire room well, not maybe, say? Maybe somebody did. I don't know. And number two, I hope this absolutely kills their funding for boosters. Well, it and- won't. It, it, it won't. It, interesting you would say that, Chris, because I Googled him. The first thing that came up was a profile page, med.umn.edu. You click on that and you get page not found. Sorry, can't find the page with that address. That would be his profile. Really? So I go up to the U of M internal search device, put in the same thing, the guy's name, page not found. The only thing I can find on him is the announcement of him being hired in 2015 or him getting a, a promotion, promotion in 2015. And this video I'm finding was posted yesterday. How could a doctor of all people believe in such a thing as health equity? We all have to feel the same way. Equity is genetic. I mean, health is genetic. Right. Yeah. Uh there is no such thing as health equity. Not everybody gets to start at home what's, plate. There what's going to, yeah. Yeah, there can't be uh, such a thing as health equity. The three of us aren't going to die from the same thing. No. And it, that's preposterous on the face of it. There is no such thing as health equity. And what, for example, I would like to know, what has been the structural violence practiced by doctors? Right. Because if you, if you said abortion, they'd certainly reject that as structural violence. I mean, what what is structural violence? I've been going to a doctor for 60 years. What What's the structural violence? What is structural? Take a break and we'll think about that. Okay. Health equity. Um. Patrick needed to do 1245 and I forgot to I forgot to say that too. I'm sorry. 
What's he up? To? I have a lunch date today. Oh, God. Um, get your answer here as soon as it. You know what? I, I mean, when a little baby goes and gets a shot. To the structural, baby, that's violence. <laughs> structural violence refers to the multiple ways in which social, economic, and political systems expose particular populations to risk and vulnerabilities, leading to increased morbidity and mortality. Um, I'm going to remove that stinger, and I'm going to do an ad quick. Those systems include income equality, racism, homophobia, uh, anti, and on and on and on. And okay. Social. Forces. And what does the climate have to do with medicine? Well, they just had to throw that. Yeah, in. just toss that in there while we're while we're making hot. I mean, they here. got here the we, whole stew. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to squeeze this in. You guys, here ready? we go. Hang on. Yeah, but before we take a break, Joe, I have a correction to make because we're fact based, right? You would say that we're fact based. Yes. Uh, I got a note from Linda from Keller Tech Services. She says, hey, dummy. No, I'm kidding. I added that because I, I screwed up uh, yesterday. She's actually said, hey, Chris, but I'm going to add, hey, dummy. Uh, in the interest of being fact-based, final tax deadline is this coming Monday, the 17th, not the 15th, which is, of course, tomorrow and a Saturday. So I'm a dummy. Yes, you will still have until Monday, October 17th, if you happen to be late filing. And if you're not, well, you know what? Get in touch with Linda and Keller Tax Services anyway. She's been doing this for over 20 years. She prepares all types of returns for all types of professions and businesses. And she has perfected the virtual tax appointment via video or phone. It's safe document exchange options, both encrypted and secure, and confidence of a professional with the convenience of staying right at home. And she has competitive pricing to do-it-yourself software. The fat fee includes state income tax return, e-filing of all returns, and direct deposits of any refunds. You can book your appointment by phone. Call her today, 320-352-0013. That's 320-352-0013. Or just go online by going to Keller Tax Service on Facebook. Her goal is to take the mystery and the anxiety out of the tax preparation process. And Linda is a full-time GLer. So you know you can trust her. 320-352-0013. Let her know that you heard about her right here on the Garage Logic Podcast. All right, let me get the big man on the phone. Here's a word for you, Joe. Heteronormativity. Heteronormativity. Right. You know what that means? Yes. Oh. Well, you do not. Yeah, oh. means it's just if you're frowned upon because you're heterosexual, you're normal. Structural violence creates health inequities through the process rooted in systems of racism, social class, and heteronormativity. Right. In other words, heteronormativity is because you're a man and a woman you're married. And you have children. You're you're right, uh, you're right an oppressor. You're awful. Yeah. I am a homosexual. That's right. <laughs> um. Roycey, I've got a question for Roycey when we get him on. Oh, here. okay. You ready to do this? Yeah. All right. I'm rolling. Trying to hear this song. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes. What, do you got a date or something? Now, the enthusiasm in your voice just excited me. Uh, I'm, getting a, I'm, getting a, I'm getting a free lunch out of my uh son because i'm uh turning 77 on monday so. happy, hey, birthday. happy birthday happy birthday yes so i i mean when you get a chance you know we, we probably have 25 lunches a year and i get a christmas and a birthday 
that's it. I'm, I'm on the hook for the other 23. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I got to take one when I can get it, right? Yeah, Kenny's got a question for you. Uh, I'm, I'm, ready, I'm currently logging on to StarTribune.com to find out what the hell you were talking about this morning on Twitter regarding New Alum and Polka and a clarinet and what what what, what is all that? It, okay, here it is. New Alm where baseball mixes with polka, pride, and potato salad. Yeah, okay, that's right. So, all right, all right. I will I find uh, the reason why in the first paragraph <laughs> or the last paragraph? I, uh, I had a I had a great thrill. I sat in at J and UJ on the uh, for the polka hour with the. Uh, wacky uh tom wheeler and uh learned a lot about uh polka including the clarinet is uh is very strong in there and we call that a hook tafa when it's in there i think so, uh, so i've learned some things about polka i've i've hung out with <laughs> Roycey, i've hung out with disc jockeys before at music stations and they get a lot of calls from uh, uh younger female fans I wonder if yeah. the wheels down there gets uh, gets those phone calls off the air, ho- hoping to meet in the uh, nearby bar or a legion yeah, somewhere. Out in front of uh, Herman the German statue, maybe they can meet out there. <laughs> I saw the, the, the Oktoberfest is down there this week, and they get a lot of uh, visitors, and uh, then they, they get the old tour of the city. And uh, it didn't look like a young group early in the week, but I think they get a little drunker and rowdier. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As a guy that attended a few of those back in my day, Patrick, that is 100% accurate. It's a slow build, Patrick. You've got to pace yourself. (laughs) You know what is an amazing thing, though, is the August Shell Brewery stuck back there in the back of that forest and jammed in there and a one lane road and uh, it's still going strong it's uh, it's amazing it's it's kind of the uh the driver of this uh, Oktoberfest thing. So I, I hate to leave New Orleans. Well, I got a one time though Pat and I can tell you that they had to stop doing this but they used to have buses that would run from Mankato State to the new to this to this Oktoberfest oh, every cool. year. They had to stop because we were so bleep faced by the time we got there. <laughs> they said, "Get these guys out of here." Yeah. Well, huh. it was uh, it was uh, it it was a fun trip because I was in Sleepy Eye Thursday with that collection of guys, and uh, they're having the Babe Ruth celebration. Saturday, the 100th anniversary of the Babe playing there, where he pounded the old apple for two home runs, according to the Sleepy yeah. Eye paper. He pounded the old apple. <laughs> pounded the old apple. Yeah, I got your headline right. where the Japs beat the Indians. <laughs> <laughs> we were a little, that was out of the New Orleans paper, uh, Sleepy Eye paper. In 1940-something. Right? 1940. Oh, my God. A Japanese team from... Uh, from Fort Snelling, which means yep. these were not prisoners; these were guys that was were internment, you know? right? And and uh, Americans they came down to play. Yeah, they were they came down to play, but uh, they were still uh, JAPS in the, in right. the headline. Of the right. I don't think you could get away with that today. No, there's a lot of stuff you could get away with uh, that in there too. I, I believe they they referred to the they referred to the tone of their skin in the story yeah. and the shortened version of the word Nippon, which is some sort of manufacturing <laughs> yes. company or something, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, nips. 
Uh, well, was, I was uh, hoping we wouldn't have to say the word, Joe. Pat, did you see any of the hockey game last night? Uh, not a lot, but, uh, uh, you know, I was expressing concern early that the flower might be too old to carry the load. I was not uh, I was not in on the idea of him being the number one goalie. Well, I didn't mind. And uh, they say it wasn't all his fault last night, but he couldn't have been great. What I wanted to ask you, if you had seen it, was there at any time a woo-hoo-hoo for the, for the flower? Because I got to think three of them were pretty soft. Wow, really? Okay. Yeah, what I did don't. I? Well. But it's ahead. game one. I'm not going to panic. Oh, oh, there's 81 left. Yeah. I missed the first period. I tune in during the second period. And erickson eck ecker's getting the s kicked out of him by everybody mm. what did he do to make everybody so mad at him i didn't see that he I just, drew like three know. penalties within five minutes uh five minutes it did was you? great and then finally they threw him in the box the rangers did got you? this future superstar kid from saint paul mm. what the hell is this oh. he's about six four Big guy, defender for the Rangers, and he's he's destined for the Hall of Fame. He's 20. Right, I think he's 22. I'll see if I can find it right here. Wow. If you said his name, I'd recognize it. Did Just you, go to the uh, Rangers roster. I'm doing. Star Tribune sports section this morning. I have it in front of me. Did you see Levinsky's photo of that Reeve guy punching? Yes. Polino? Amazing. Yes. Ryan, <laughs> is it Ryan Lindgren? No. He's from Burnsville. No. no. Uh, oh, uh, Keandre, Keandre Miller. Saint Keandre Paul, Miller. Where in oh, the yeah, hell did he yeah, play in high school? From uh, Wyzetta, Minnetonka. He oh, played yeah. out there. When they drafted him, he got racial notes, and I tried to get a hold of him and his mom, and they uh, and I had some numbers and talked to his coach, but they chose not to. Well, I thought uh, he was from St. Paul. It. He is. That's his birthplace. Yep. St. Paul, Minnesota. He had a hell of a hike to high school. He played. No, he. I think he was born over there, but he played. He, okay. They lived out in Wyzetta or Minnetonka. Or right. I think he played at. I think he played at Wyzetta. All right. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And, and but he also played in Ann Arbor there. I think with the uh, wherever they play. Did does it yeah. say he played at Wisconsin by any chance? I, I just see the uh, date of uh, place of birth. Let's but put I can it look this way: the Gophers never had this guy. No, they did not have him. But um, don't uh, lament their uh, the talent they have over there now. Right. <laughs> yes, they have. Uh, he's got six freshmen who are NHL draft choices, and then another one who wasn't old enough to be an NHL draft choice. He will be this time, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they are loaded. But yeah, this kid's supposed to be good. I didn't. Uh, I didn't watch enough. Born in St. Paul, raised in Hopkins. Miller began ice skating at the age of two. He's a primary of Ford Mollingstone, out of Miko Koivu. Uh, Minnetonka High School uh, needed another dispenseman. Okay. He left Minnetonka after two years to join the USA uh, National Team Development Program uh, and spent two seasons playing in the United States Hockey League. Uh, then he played two seasons with the Wisconsin Badgers. Hmm. So there you go. All right. And, well, he's, uh, yeah, he, he looked good, huh? Yes, he did. Okay. Did you stick with it? Were you waiting for a comeback, or did you go watch the news or something? I I oh. didn't stick it till the end. It was uh, clear that they weren't going to have the rally they needed. Kenny, let's ask Patrick our question. We were t- talking about before the show. Pat, did uh, did Kurtzy officially retire? Bob yeah. Kurtz. That was last year. But he was still he doing was, games, right? Some he select was doing games. home games last year, but he must have given it up completely. This okay. Year. Yeah. Okay. I think so. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you, you hate it when those guys stick around forever, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. funny. No, no one your time is up. How old are you going to be? Make room for somebody else. Come on. Jesus, no, you're not. you're all over the map on this piece uh, this morning in the Star Tribune, that, that Boise. One, that one is only that one is only for uh, online. When I, when I when I do that, I have a tendency to drift. <laughs> well, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's good. But man, I, uh, you're everywhere here. This is cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pat, yeah. you got the Gophers at the Illini. Yes, I'm picking Gophers. All got right, the running backs back. And they've had an extra week, and the Illinois. Only scored nine points last week against Iowa, but you know if if Illinois has its way, it'll be a you know twelve to ten game and just defensive as can be. That must have been and one hell. That must have been one hell of a thrilling Monday night or Thursday night football game last night. <laughs> oh, well, Al Michaels was ripping it. Yeah. Al, Al, at one point, he says, "Oh man." Yeah. <laughs> They were trying to run fast, and they got a delay a game. (laughs) The Bears, oh, it was damn near impossible to lose that game to the commies, but they did. Yeah, Korea will not stay with the Twins, according to the paper today. Well, he will not. He's opting out. Right. We want to outbid everybody. We could. He could probably stay, but that was always going to happen. Mm -hmm. The the original (laughs) deal was. The original deal was, do you want this guy for one year? Boris asked him, and they said yes. So that that was the original deal. This was always going to happen. He was always going to, unless he got hurt or was had a terrible season, he was going to opt out. And All right. Now, now somebody will have to pay him two hundred and fifty or so, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Regarding okay, regarding your last two paragraphs. We've got to see that your dream comes a re- becomes a reality. Yes, right, right. I, I love that. What's his dream? No, What's his dream? I, I don't want to read it. Should I read it out loud, Patrick, yeah, or should people sure, pay for ahead. it? What I'm sure about after sharing the fruits of the dinner bell hour of polka, that my baseball life will not be complete until I'm at Target Field and this happens. A member of the Twins uses the slightly naughty What They Do in Minnesota from New Orleans' late great Harold Loffelmacher and the six fat Dutchmen as his walk-up song. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> that would be so awesome. Wouldn't that be great? Because <laughs> there's a hint in there that we fish in the summer, but we do other things in the winter. According to Harold's lyrics, which aren't very long, you know, music, you get about two sentences. But yep. And you, know, you, uh, you, like my, you like the Viking Sunday. Well, yeah, Miami's going to have to play their third quarterback. Yeah. He's a sixth-round rookie. <laughs> yeah. Um, We're getting – our boys are using up all their luck early this yeah, year. Yes, they are. So Pat, even if they go into the playoffs at 14-2, they're going to get beat when they get, like, 12 penalties called against them that we don't think they should have. Super, they were using up all their luck. Patrick, Super 70 Sports hits hit another massive home run this morning. I don't know if you saw it, but they've got a tweet that says – Mike Cubbage hit 282 in 1978, which is still the American League record for a 48-year-old lesbian librarian. <laughs> I saw that. He looked oh, just like oh that. My, I laughed out loud <laughs> oh when I God. saw that. <laughs> One of the great guys of all time. Yeah. Nice. 
Well, you All have right. a nice lunch, Patrick. I will. Free. It's free. Well, that's yeah, can't make, beat that. Can't beat that. All right. See you later. See if you get into EcoFun Motorsports right now, you get a hundred bucks off every scooter because you're a GLer, and you get five hundred bucks off the Crossfire 200 golf carts, which are really cool because uh, EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and Burnsville really appreciate GLers. And book your reservation too for winter storage. They'll pick up your bike, your motorcycle, uh, and for starting at 260. That includes full spring tune-up, battery tending, winterization, and storage in our heated warehouse. Is it battery tendering or tending? It's battery. Battery. Tending. Uh, I take advantage of that deal. I love it. It's a great way to go. Uh, and as I said, 100 bucks off the price tag of any new scooter or electric bike. And that, with that, you get the free winter storage for any purchases this month. Mention GL as this is a GL exclusive also, great fun youth recreational equipment, little youth ATVs that are really cool, some with remotes so the kid doesn't crash into a boulder or whatever. You sit in the lawn chair and watch them. Uh, there's a store in Burnsville, of course, on the uh, service road just off 35. That opened this summer, and there's a brand-new location in Forest Lake immediately west of Interstate 35 on Highway 97. Helmets, apparel, service, great people. And uh, I'd get in there this month for savings and to book your winter storage at EcofunMotorsports.com. Uh, Rook said we can call him. Let's call him. All right. All right. I take it he's not at the golf course. No, uh, he's throwing X's. No. No. No, he was off today anyway. No, he's throwing axe. Throwing axe. Sorry, you're right. Um. You got to get on uh, Royce's. I think it was Royce or Judd. Might have been Judd that retweeted somebody who uh, posted a whole bunch of silent color movies from the 1965 playoff where evidently Sandy Colfax was pitching. And it's really good. I mean, it's scenes from the ballpark, and it's really, really cool, Joe. Yeah, I've seen it many times. You've seen it? Oh, yeah, 65. But it's just color, you know, Super 8 movies. It's Colfax really pitched two games and took the Jewish holiday off. Yom Kippur. Two, with two days rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Those games are, ran about hour and 50 minutes. Do you want to do scramble here? No. No, we got too much to talk about. Okay. We got <laughs> another half hour of show. Okay. I just didn't know what you wanted to, which route you wanted to go. Let's go. So we're going to cram... 50 pounds of S into a 10-pound bag. No, I got a lot of stuff <laughs> I want to talk about. Okay. Um, I'm rolling. I don't want to go home and do flowers. <laughs> All right, I'm rolling. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. I thought this was the song that John used on his short-lived podcast. I think you're right. The other one was the outro music. Oh, gotcha. You're right. Yeah, gotcha. you're right. We were speculating that, uh, given the weather, that uh, Rook would not be on the golf course today. Did you ever reach him? Why don't you, um, why don't you talk to your guy? Rook. 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 Hello? Rookie. Hello? Rook. Just a second for me. What? 
Rook, uh, the <laughs> the golf got canceled today. We're not we're not playing golf. We're uh, we're not we're not playing golf anymore. We're just on axes. Oh dear I'm God! Not them. I'm not coming to them. Throwing, throwing axes. They are fucking. Did he just use the other? Okay. I thought he did too. <laughs> Rook, what? are you yeah, at a lo- yeah. are you at a local establishment? I am there. We're yeah, yes. we're doing the show, so watch your language, dummy. Throw another, give me another, give me another axe. Give me another axe. <laughs> give him an axe. <laughs> I, I I don't. You, you know, it's not, it's not a combination. Um, drinking and axes. Drinking and axes are not a good combination. I see the uh, the party's underway. <laughs> There's a, you know what I you know what I had to do last night, Rook? Well, you just you just flowers? Yeah, I had to use one of those bellhop carts. Hey. And I couldn't ever, steer it. This, let me ask you something. Yeah. You know, you ever see the guy from Harvard throw uh throw axes? No. Guys from Harvard don't look crap how to throw axes. There was you got hey, you getting the Harvard guy? You hurry, guy. You're not throw axes. You're smurfing. Throwing axes is the dumbest. What's your name? Okay. He's gonna get yeah, punched. These guys are all. I, I think you should uh, go home. Let the record show. It's one oh eight. Right. I'm taping this. The airport tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you flying now? <laughs> I'm just. I don't. I'm gonna throw the airport tonight. I'm just. My God, Gabe is driving. Gabe, Gabe, Gabe. Are you grabbing the one more beer? I don't like close it. I don't like close the tab. I just need to. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry you didn't get on the golf course. That would have been better no. for you. James, don't do that. Just get one more. Man. Tall boy. Man. Slits. Tall boy. Slits. Tall boy. The ball. Oh. <laughs> I, I hope everything works out for you. Uh, don't tell, Gabe, don't tell Bob. Huh? It's my turn to throw that. my turn to throw that. You can't trip over the wood chips. And if you try to take the axe out, you can just splinter. Splinter. What? A splinter. Look yeah. A splinter. Well, we're we're going to let you go. You're you're having a lot of fun. We think you should uh, maybe take a nap today. Yeah, a nap might be good. Here? That's the Jack. I wouldn't do it at the, no, at the establishment. Maybe, I wait you maybe home. run home. Yeah, I love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are like... <laughs> okay. Every time I think I, I get sad. Okay. Okay. So it's okay. not at the show. Huh? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I okay. love you guys. If you're, I'm not a, like a... I'm not a drunk that gets, you know, sentimental. Right. But it's... <laughs> It makes me. I just. I. I have a good job. And it's, yes. Will you do like me a favor? Jobs that I don't work real hard at it. I know, but it's Rook, fun to. Well, Rook, will you do me a quick favor? Because one of my favorite rookie stories is is, and you'll know why I'm asking how, how you to do you, say what this. What makes you think he he can tell anything? Can you can you just recite for me tax deductible? Oh, 
No, no, no. You don't just say it right. It's tax debacle. You, because I'm talking to you guys on the air right now, and a flannel jack, I can write it off. I tell my tax guy, it's tax debacle. Tax debacle. Then he doesn't charge you. That's yeah, right. right. Joe, when I see you bringing flowers, I'm going to hug you. Yeah. You are, you're like, um, you're like, you're not like a dad to me because, you know, you're mean, but. You know, the real rook always comes out. Yeah, it really does. You're like a fun uncle that just like, you want to hang out and just like bring flowers and stuff like that. So. Okay, thank so you. I'm done. I have to where I hit the bullseye right now and yep. in the bathroom. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Is Kenny there? No. Nope. No. Nope. Kenny, He's got the day off. Freaking awesome throw that because you'd have your flannel and your beard and like biscuit whiskers and things and all over that. <laughs> you were, I wish you were here. We're just down the street. Okay, we don't have to cry though. Mills no, Lenard. Yeah. Don't cry, Matthew. All right. No, I'm good. I'm, I'm not driving, so I'm like, let's freaking party because <laughs> this smart ass is getting married. He knows everything. Yeah. Doesn't he always outsmarts me? Yeah. Okay. By the way, Gabe, Gabriel kicked my ass in Quebec four because they have like Jenga and games at this place. And it took Gabe about four moves to kick my ass in Quebec four. All right, thank he you. Keep, he did keep bringing Yeah. He did keep bringing his gears. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank okay, you, caller. Thank All right. you, caller. Thank you, caller. Hat thank you. Twenty-two. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> See you, caller. Yeah. Well, maybe that wasn't such a good idea. No, I didn't know we'd catch him in that I situation. Apologize. Should we explain, or do we wait till Monday? Oh, didn't we? Oh, his kids getting married yeah, tonight. Getting, this is the this is the the, the groom's uh, thing. Groom's yeah, day. But, um, yeah, the groom's dinner. That's is something tonight. I'm, I'm a little worried. About. I think he'll be yeah, okay. he's going to have to rally, isn't he? Yeah. Climate protesters threw soup over Vincent Van Gogh's sunflowers in London's National Gallery. No, no. today to protest fossil fuel extraction. Oh, no. The group's called Just Stop Oil. It wants the British government to halt new oil and gas projects, said activists dumped two cans of Heinz tomato soup over the oil painting, one of the Dutch artists' most iconic... Oh, I got bad. it, I got it. You got it. Okay. One of the Dutch artists' most iconic works. Wait, it's wait, worth no. several million. No, that fits. Iconic fits. No, I know, but it's been so overused, it has to get the foghorn. London's Metropolitan Police said officers arrested two people on suspicion of criminal damage and aggravated trespass. The group has drawn attention and criticism for targeting artworks in museums in July. Just Stop Oil activists glued themselves to the frame of Leonardo da Vinci's The Last Supper at London's Royal Academy of Arts and to John Constable's The Hay Wayne in the National Gallery. Activists have also blocked bridges and intersections across London during two weeks of protests. The, uh, these are young people that aren't very wise and uh, really have no uh, earthly idea what oil means to the world. 
and uh, obviously use some sort of internal combustion device to get wherever they're going. And it's a shame that they're uh, ruining these precious works of art. And uh, I, I don't want to give them any more mention than that. But I saw the I saw them I saw the video of them throwing the soup on the uh, canvas on sunflowers. Well, it's going to take them a lot of a lot of working hours to pay that off. To uh, that painting's worth millions, right? Uh it, it's been glazed, and that protects the painting. Right. It can be cleaned, but that isn't the point. These are young, not very bright people. Foolish. Who uh, are so full of themselves, they have no idea what they're doing. They have no idea what they're doing. Uh, uh, I, I, they're lucky they didn't get their asses kicked. Yes, they are, Kenny. And, and why didn't they? Right. Did you see the animal rights activists who uh, went on the field 10 days ago or so at a Rams game? And then he got his ass and was kicked tackled by a linebacker. By a that linebacker. Was so sweet. I think he's suing. No, well, he filed a police report. The yeah, well, you're did. lucky you're alive, you twerp. And no judge is going to, I mean, there, this case will get thrown out of court just based on video evidence alone. That was just pathetic. But I, just... Hope, I hope that because he filed a police report, I hope the linebacker sues him. Wouldn't that be great? I, I would love it, and I would, I would absolutely. And then he donate the money or whatever to to some cause. But my God, the the entitlement of of so many people just is so <laughs> aggravating. Eckberg Lammers will put together an estate plan for you because if you listen to this show, you know you don't want your family's welfare to be placed in the hands of the court. Uh, Eckberg Lammers has been making estate plans and wills for more than 70 years. Uh, if you're passing on a cabin or vacation property, they handle that kind of thing. Uh, it's, uh, it's something you must do because I hate to break this to you, but we're all going to die and we all got stuff. And you want the stuff to go to your family. You don't want it to go to the state. And if you don't need, if you think you don't need estate planning, think again. Uh, if you don't have a plan in place for your family, the courts will decide for you. The estate planning team at Eckberg Lammers, with offices in uh, the Twin Cities and in western Wisconsin, can help you make sure your estate will transition smoothly the way you want. That way you're at peace because your family isn't left with a big hassle. It'll all be taken care of the way it's supposed to be taken care of. You can save on taxes. You can you can really, uh, you know what you can do? What? You don't beat the man. But you, uh, you, uh, you're well accommodated against the man. There you go. How's that? There you go. Make an appointment with Eckberg Lammers and take care of this today. Call 651-439-2878 or visit Eckberg Lammers at eckberglammers.com slash will. Speaking of Will, he's in St. Paul at career day. And guess what job he was assigned? Who? My son, because Jess is with him. Yeah. He is the CEO. Fireman. He is the CEO of U.S. Bank. I'll be damned. He applied for that. Yeah. Hell, I'm going to be working for him someday. <laughs> well, that's all our hope. You made reference to a Last Supper painting in London. Oh, right. That, it's got to be a print. Yeah, because I thought the, I thought it was at the. Uh, that's I thought a, it was in Venice or something. No, it's a mural painted on a wall in Milan. Oh, whatever. Okay, we're not going to dive down nah. that one. All right.
All right, uh, GLR is going to write you an email, though. That's okay. I got to do one more story before we do this day in history. And I'll preface it. He does that wonderful drunk, doesn't he? Yeah, he's all right. He's a little too drunk. Yeah. Especially to be throwing an axe. Well, what are you going to do? You'll probably try to get paid for that. I'm going to lay down on that couch right there. For the sleep. rest of the day? Rest of the day. I'd like to go for a walk, but it might be too damn cold. Is that snow? Um, did that melt off the grass? Oh, yeah. Not yet. It, it was when I pulled in. Oh, well. There were some still on cars. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Hey. It's 39 degrees. Oof. Rain from 5 to 7 p.m. What a great night for high school football. I went to a game last night. Mm. It was pretty chilly. Mm. In front of a roaring crowd of about 73 people. Up in the 70s at the end of next week. Really? Mm -hmm. What, uh, Fairview? or Fairville? Yeah, Fairville was playing Mankato East. My One of my really good friends, his kid is the quarterback for Mankato East. Fairball held tough, though. Fairball's not very good this year. They had they don't have many kids going out for the team anymore either. That's what's really depressing. Jordan's do, has the same problem. Hmm. They have all the tenth graders on the team too, and they still only had, God, I bet about fifty kids on the team, and that's three grades. Well, a lot of parents are getting smart. They're not letting their kid play football, right? But Joe, it's sports across the board. It's not, I mean, Faribault had to do co-op with BA for baseball. Otherwise, they wouldn't have had a varsity team. What's BA? Bethlehem Academy, the Catholic high school in town. Huh. So we have that, we have the high school, and then we have Shattuck. We, we do. Does Shattuck have a football team? No, they're, they, outside of hockey, all of their sports go through BA. So they have their own rink on campus? Yeah. Yep. What I, religion are they affiliated with? I believe it's Catholic. Shattuck? No. I think so. I think it's like Episcopalian or something. Let me look it up. We're fact-based. Wait, Shattuck is a Bible school? Hold on, Shattuck. Well, I don't even know if it's affiliated with a religion. I thought it was a hockey school, and it that's is. it. It, it is. is. Yeah. Although we hated all the kids. But it's a Shattuck. boarding school, isn't it? Yes. Really? Stuck up. If you live in Faribault, can you go there? Mm-hmm. But you would live at home. Right. Uh, it's a co-educational Episcopal affiliated boarding school. I was right. In Fairville, you are right. How do you qualify to go to Shattuck? Well, you Rich can, parents. Yeah, if you have a, it's the enrollment's not cheap, but I know a lot of kids that are going there on hockey scholarship. Um, but I still think they have to pay something. Do they play an independent schedule? Yeah, they they're go not to, in a conference. No, it, they would kill everybody if they played high school hockey. Creighton Durham Hall is playing Two Rivers in football. Is that a town somewhere? Two Rivers, or is that the fancy new name of one of these fruitcake high schools? Is it called Two Rivers High School? I guess <clears throat> it's in Mendota Heights. What oh, it is? It's one of these new wave uh, fruitcakes. What schools. did it used to be called then? I don't know. Located in Mendona Heights, it was founded in 1954. 54? It was formerly named for Henry Hastings Sibley, 
Oh, that's right. And Sibley High School is now Two Rivers. And in 2021, the District 197 board voted to change the name to. That's two right, because Sibley was a bad guy. He was one of the first of the bad guys. Yeah. Well, you may play the scramble. Okay. And I have uh, one thing I'd like to get to before this day in history. Gotcha. I'd have to do, I do have to do an ad. Well, you go ahead. Uh, where is the scramble? There it is. I'm surprised you haven't put on that damn ball game. Oh, that oh. started at noon today. Yes. There's an exact right. copy. Boston at no. Toronto. No, that's no. basketball. No. Cleveland at New York was on at noon. Yep. Atlanta <clears throat> at Philly, 330. L.A. at San Diego. San Diego finally gets a home game. Are they down 2-0 in the series? No, it's it's 1-1. 1-1. It's best of five. Oh, could you imagine being in San Diego for a Friday night playoff baseball Wouldn't game? that be fun? That's, have you been to the new ballpark? Oh, yeah. It's such a neat area. I mean, uh, no, you, no, I haven't. I've seen it. You've got to trip over homeless people, but that whole area down by the ballpark is so cool. I got a buddy who's a season ticket holder. Oh, that's right. Yeah. There's an exact copy of The Last Supper at the Royal Academy of Arts, UK. Okay. That's, isn't that where these kids went? Jess and I took the boys. No, we're talking Last Supper, last which supper. you oh, last casually supper. mentioned was in London yeah. when it's in Milan. Well, close uh, enough. I, I was only reading what the story said. Did any of it register with you? Not much. Not <laughs> uh, really. He totally pulled a Reavers. <laughs> I really did. I realized. <laughs> I'm just like Reavers. I realized <laughs> when I started that Seafoam ad, Yeah. I realized, oh, shit, I didn't pre-read this. <laughs> <laughs> you did the old rip and read? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, uh, I scouted it. That's why I sent it to you. It was good. Yeah. You know what, what? Where they have a lot of land that looks just like Minnesota, the trees looked a lot, a lot of like uh, Ohio, Iowa, Illinois. Indiana, <laughs> Illinois, Japan. Oh, huh. Sweden is one. You know the Queen is Sweden is here. Where are they putting her up? I don't know. Holiday Inn. Hopefully not that one. What's that dump down here in university? Didn't they basically turn that into a the sunrise deal or whatever? The one that's across from uh, I know where it is. Menards. Chris, I know where it is. I know what it is. You know, the right. Gopher. Yeah, right, right across the from Menards. Sunset Inn or something. Yeah, the, the Gopher, isn't it? Is that isn't what it's called? called? It's not the Gopher. It's just down the street from Mishki's Bar, the Dubliner. It's it's before you get to the Dubliner. No, it's after. You oh, that it. little flea bag you mean? That's the one I'm talking oh, about. Oh, that I don't know. Because what who? What's the liquor store across there? That they're GLers. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Merwin? No, I don't know anymore. What ballpark was used in filming the Pride of the Yankees? I don't know. Polo grounds? No, that it might... couldn't have been. No, it couldn't have been because that movie was filmed in what? Ballpark in Pride. Because the of... Polo grounds was destroyed in. You ever go to the polo grounds, Joe? I'm not that old. <laughs> oh, scenes purporting to depict Yankee Stadium, Comiskey Park, and other ballparks were all filmed at Wrigley Field in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Home of the LA Angels. Right. And the old Pacific Coast League. Mm -hmm. 
and a you know popular the, venue for uh, baseball movies. You know why the Polo Grounds was called the Polo Grounds? Because they played polo there. Right, and that's why it was so misshapen. Right. Uh, its final sporting event was a pro football game between the Jets and the Bills in 1963. I saw the Brooklyn Dodgers playing at MSG. Isn't that where they built Shea Stadium? Where the Polo Grounds was? No. No, um, the Polo Grounds was... Shea Stadium was out. Boy, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Shea Stadium at the at the bottom of Long Island? Because you, I know, and the Polo Grounds was in the Bronx. Um, I think the Polo Grounds was in the Bronx. Polo Grounds, where Yankee Stadium's in the Bronx. Yankee Stadium's in the Bronx. I think the Polo Grounds was in the Bronx. Okay, here we go. Polo Grounds was the name of three stadiums in Upper Manhattan, New York City, used mainly for baseball, American football. Polo Grounds opened in 1876 in Upper Manhattan. Which is the Bronx. Is it? Okay. Uh, I think. <laughs> you know, you got your... Uh, isn't and Upper Shea, Manhattan? That would be uh, Harlem. Shea was... Uh, I got to think Shea was was you got to now you got to find out. All right, I'm going to go to Shea Stadium. Cuz this is going to drive you nuts. Yeah. Shea Stadium. Well, cuz the it had to have been built because the Mets started in 1960, didn't it? I was in Shea Stadium when a kid took her first steps. Which one? The middle kid. Oh. She took her first steps at Shea Stadium? No, I was there and at home she was walking. <laughs> I'm giving you shit. Yeah. All right, uh, Shea Stadium, formerly known as William A. Shea Municipal Stadium, was a multi-purpose stadium in Flushing Meadows, Flushing Meadows. Queens, New York. Queens. All right, you could see LaGuardia from here. Yeah, that's because I remember we flew into LaGuardia once, and yeah. we flew over that dump. Yeah. Wasn't that a dump? Well, not at the beginning. Oh, it certainly became one. It was demolished in 2009 to create additional parking for City Field. Now, is City Field built on the site of Shea? Yeah, it was. It's right next to it. Because I remember when we flew over it, they were building City Field. Because that's the year that just ran the Boston Marathon. And now, now you got me thinking: Are the Islanders in a new building on the island? Yes. Or no, no, they're playing. Aren't they playing at or the did Barclays? They play where the Nets play. Yeah, they're playing at the Barclays Center. Oh, it's all north of Harlem. I was wrong. Well, yeah, now I got to look right. that up. Yankee uh, Stadium, New, the Bronx. You know where the U.S. tennis open used to be played? Stadium. New Forest Islanders. Hills, and I think that was in one of the boroughs. That Here's my there. idea for a movie that you should write. A plane crashes on Rikers Island. Go ahead. You uh, take it from there. I, I stand corrected. They, they do not play. They play at something called uh, Belmont Park. Who? Arena. Who? The island. I think that's a new building. Yeah, it is. It's not the Barclays Center. They did play at the Barclays Center while that was getting built, I right, think. Right, right. Are they any good, the island? Oh, yeah, island good. Is Preezy still on the team? I don't know. You're the hockey guy. I, I haven't followed the roster of the island. Okay. Boy, it'd be tough to hit one out to center field. Did Suter go Bears. back to Nashville? No, he's in. isn't he in Dallas? I don't know. Hold on. God, this is Johnny's job, not mine. Is he with the king? The king come here tomorrow. No, he's with Can the stars. Can we wrap this up? No. Can we go? Yeah, please? he's with the Dallas Stars. All right. Uh, you ready? Have you ever been um, to Central Park in the fall? Yes. Yes. Very cool. 
All right. Well, I can't lord that over you. <laughs> well, I take that back. No, it was spring, not fall, Kenny. Well, I've been there all. Lose, I've been there many losers. times. I've been there in all seasons. That's your problem. Ready, bro? Yeah. Get rolling. Scramble time, bro. Thank God today is X throwing. It is, and listen, this is a perfect weekend for you to take care of that piece of crap garage door that you've been dealing with for all this time because we have our new friends that are here to help you. Rise and Shine Garage Doors. Now, let's do the website so that I don't screw it up again. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. CallRiseAndShine.com. What's that, all that one word? CallRiseAndShine.com. That's their website. It's not Rise and Shine like an N. It's and. And. All right. Did I CallRiseAndShine.com. Or if you're Joe, it's www.CallRiseAndShine.com. Yep. It's Josh. It's Alex. They are a family-owned business, and they grew right up here in Blaine and Anoka, and they're here to help you. Residential, commercial repairs, and installations of all things that are related to the garage door and your opener, by the way. They have a perfect five-star rating on Google and Yelp because customer satisfaction is the number one most important thing to rise and shine garage doors. We've met them. They are fantastic, and they're expanding right now. They don't just deal with the metro area. Sure, that's their main focus, but they're expanding to Rochester, St. Cloud, Mankato, Northfield, Isanti, Cambridge, Alexandria. I don't know. Give them a call. They also cover western Wisconsin, by the way. 5% discount for seniors and military members, and they don't just hire dummies off the street. All of their technicians are certified. They have three IDEA certified master techs on their staff, and they are going to continue to add more. And because of you GLers, listen, give them a call today. They are going to help you out. Lickety split seven days a week. All the time, they will come out to your place. 5% discount for seniors and military and ask about their Rooster Club membership. That includes the tune-up on an annual basis and waves trip charges. Call RiseAndShine.com is the website again. Let them know you heard about them right here on Garage Logic. Halloween is two weeks from this coming Monday. Ooh, man. And that means today I can do, I'll do three of these, but I'll only do three. I could do nine. And that's the people complaining about Halloween okay. in the schools. Oh, sure. Here's the Lower Marion School District. I believe that's in Pennsylvania. They're canceling the Halloween parade over safety and inclusivity problems. I believe that's where Kobe Bryant went to high school. A Montgomery County School District is canceling its Halloween parade uh, at its elementary schools over safety and inclusivity concerns. Wouldn't safety have been a, just as much of a problem last year? Sure. Yep. The Lower Marion School District has been holding these parades for more than 50 years, but I guess safety is only now a concern. It's a new issue. However, school administrators sent out letters to families at all six of its elementary schools last week saying the parades will not happen this year. Some parents are upset. Others are relieved. <clears throat> I don't know why you'd be upset. Now we quote some parents and we learn. What do we learn? We don't learn a lot. When you hear stories like this, do you come to the same conclusion that I do? 
there is a certain section of our society that just has to find a reason to bitch. Mm -hmm. well, the district says yeah. safety is the main concern. The parades are outside and the district can't control or screen who comes to them. Wouldn't that have been true two years ago or yeah. three years ago or whatever? We all saw what happened out. We all saw what happened outside of a football game at Roxborough High School just a couple of weeks ago, said Amy Buckman, the director of school and community relations for the district. So we continue to reevaluate. We continue to work with local law enforcement and county experts to see what's best. Buckman says the other issue is not everyone celebrates Halloween. Well, bleep them. Who cares? Right. And those kids have, have had to sit in the library in the past during the parades. All right. We looked at all of that and said, are the parades really that important to the students? Well, apparently they were for 50 years. And the answer we came up with is, nah, they're not really. She said, there's, a, there's danger in every possible venue and every possible way. So what are you going to do? Cancel everything? I don't know, said parent Rachel Gutman. Some parents are disappointed, saying the parades are nothing more than a fun activity for the kids. Others, however, think the district made the right call. I think it's more inclusive and that there's not a Halloween parade. I totally understand where the district is coming from in terms of the children's safety and the fact that many parents can't attend the parade, said parent Amanda Hershon. The district said kids will still be able to dress up, but instead of a parade, there will be fall-colored activities in the classroom. <laughs> They'll bring in a bale of hay or something and sit on it. Scarecrow. God help us. Um, Stalk of I'll corn. I'll only do two more of these before Halloween, because um, I could do one a day. I'm not going to. May yes, I? Uh, you may. Apropos of absolutely nothing, just to get Kenny fired up before the weekend. Yeah. Would you like to hear 10 seconds of audio from your president, Kenny? No, I would not, not a single penny. No, I mean it, not a single penny. Republican wins, inflation is going to get worse. Huh. It's that simple. <laughs> really? <laughs> how could how could that be? Well, uh, Joe, he said it. It's fact. Yeah, not a single penny. <laughs> Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park and in. Mm, Puma Longa, South Africa, from the traveling Lymans at Worldwide Waftage. It was on this day, October 14th. I'm sorry, I'm just seeing the video of the activists and I just. Of the soup throwers? The soup throwers. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame. I love the, I love that painting. And why is gluing our hands to stuff? Why is that a thing now? I don't know. That's no go zone if you're gluing your hand to the you, floor. You got a you got a gal that you're high, very fond of, and you you don't really know her, and you say, "What have you been up to?" Well, I was the one who glued my hand to the floor at the Timberwolves game. No go zone. I'll, uh, I'll see. You. I'll run. see you later. I gotta get back run to Earth. Your now. life. Yeah. yeah, I'll be right back. I'm just gonna run to the restroom. Right, and then you're never returning. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> On this date in 1853. Today is October 14th. St. Paul began the process of numbering buildings with 20 Robert Street, which was home to Cathcart, Carn, and Company's Crystal Palace, a dry goods store. Huh. Right. And on this day in 1946, after 126 years of service to the nation, Fort Snelling was closed as a military post mm. and placed under the Veteran Administration's Veterans Administration's control. And that's all that really ever happened on these two days uh, in Minnesota history, 1853 and 1946. A little slow one today, huh? Uh, October 
14th. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you go back through the records, uh, you'd find many, many October 14ths could have been 86 degrees and many, 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 many had snow on the ground. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it, it works out. I don't know what it's supposed to be like today, but it's 39 degrees and uh, gun barrel colored skies. That would be gunmetal. Gunmetal. I'm yep. sorry. No, no, that's all right. Goodbye, GLers. Thank you. You know that the real Babe Ruth was in the movie The Pride of the Yankees? Really? I do know that. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Did you find out where it was filmed? He's drunk AF. Wrigley Field, L.A. He all said that. On, he told us that. It was off the air, though. Oh. oh. But you were still listening. I guess I wasn't. No, you were doing a Reavers. <laughs> I did. I did pull a Reavers. Hey, don't be a Reavers and go to the Garage Logic YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button. And as I mentioned earlier, GLers, if you haven't done so yet, the Garage Logic Town Council is here. And for 10 bucks a month, you get all sorts of access that you never knew you needed. More information at garagelogic.com and hit us up on the social media channels Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's just that easy. Have a great weekend. Yeah. Wait, what's what's Wrigley Field, L.A.? It's no longer there. I told you all of that already. Mm. Mike Sush. Good. How are you? Turn his mic off. What's up? Do you want me to read it to you again? Are you paying attention? Yeah, I am now. Yes. Scenes purporting to be Yankee Stadium, Comiskey, and other parks were all filmed at Wrigley Field in Los Angeles, home of the Los Angeles Angels and of the old Pacific Coast League. Oh. Huh. Do you, does it happen to say what it, what sits there now? Yeah. No, I'm not that interested. Got him. And I'm not yeah. going down that road. Okay. <laughs> I don't blame you. you texting with back? a friend. 10, 14, 22. Mike. God, October's almost halfway over with. Jesus. Oh, thank you for the. I got your time card. All right, cool. Oh, I got to do mine today, too. Yeah, how about, are you doing great? Good. That's right. You are a half-hearted guy. I suppose, can you guys even do anything if you got snow? No, we didn't get no. We you got just, nothing. Yeah. Okay. It's really cold though. It's like thirty-five degrees. I still haven't turned my heat on. And I refuse to. Oh God, I hate people like you. <laughs> Our heat has been on since August. Really? Well, yeah. And there was a couple of days where it was heat at night and AC during the day. Well, what's kind of nice is the window. It's really cool seeing Babe Ruth. Now he's up at bat. Big fat bastard. <laughs> But the windows in our place are so efficient that the sunlight we get, all the heat is held inside the house. I mean, it didn't get down to 60 degrees in my place last Oh, my house was built in the teens. It's like a sieve. Yeah. <clears throat> I can get away with it. Although, it, there's no way I'm going to get it, get away with it tonight because it isn't overnight low like 31. Oh, shit. I just hit airplane mode. What does that mean? Just hit it again. Oh. On my laptop, I laid my phone on it, and 
Crusader. What? What is this? Bruce Suter died? I don't know who that is. Baseball pitcher. He's not that old. Oh, 69 years old. No way. I think he's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, that's too bad. What's the name of Dave Ryan's producer? Um, it was the uh, gal, the gal, co-host gal. Oh, um, one name gal. Yeah, really nice gal. She was married to Paul. Yeah, the hell's her name? Um, oh my God, why can't I think of it? Doesn't she do Twin Cities Live once in a while too? Maybe I've never met her. I have one time. I've never met Dave Ryan either. Dave, uh, actually used to live by me he's a good dude why can't i fat fallon fallon that's her name why are you looking her up i can't tell you right okay. now gotcha yeah because when i was producing the morning show at cities we shared the those that space at butler square with kdwb yeah. So we, we worked together for, well, not together, but um, in fact, when they fired, um, what was his name? Pat Eberts. Remember, Pat was his producer forever. Hey, let's go here. Oh. And then, wasn't uh, Crisco also with Dave? That was. Talking to, are you talking to Kenny? Yes. Oh, I thought you were on the phone. No. So that's when, um, oh, when, yeah. when Dave was fired, they hired Jackson from, where did he move here from? Missouri, I think. And then Crisco started as an intern because um, he had just graduated high school. And so, so guess who Guess who? two of our interns were at almost the exact same time? Hmm. It was Crisco and um, Justin Gard, who's now Barrero's sidekick. Those hmm. were two of my interns at the same time. And now they're, Crisco's doing the morning show at KS. And Justin was a hell of a worker, man. Oh, he still is. But Justin was a really good worker. I mean, you... You asked him to do anything, and he, it was done in three minutes. You know, he was he was really good. Unlike you guys, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I think Dave lives in either Chanhassen or the east side of Victoria. I can't remember. I should have read this email, but in that area. Kenny, get this. We got an emailer named Cal Froelich. Froelich. Yeah. Long-time emailer. A yeah, retired yeah. teacher now. He's he's driving his uh, Indian motorcycle to uh, to Florida. Yeah. Where his wife's already down there because she bought a place down there. She, he phrased it that way. She bought a place. That's awesome. And he's allowed to stay there. So he's taking his time getting there. How, <laughs> how, how great does that sound? Maybe I'll well, save that email. What part of Florida? Just south of Fort Myers. Well, did, uh, apparently did the, she did not get damaged. I was going to say, did their place survive? Apparently it did. Huh. Did any part of Miami suffer any no, damage? No. Okay. Bruce Suter died, Joe. Uh, he was a pitcher? Yep. Hall of Famer, too. How old? 
69 years what old. What happened? Don't know. It just uh, was just announced. And I got an email from Hans. On Sunday? Yes. And what did he say? He said, just notice Bruce Suter passed away. So then I looked it up. Is he, uh, is he a council member? Hans? No, isn't he a financial guy? No, I meant a town council member. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know what you were referring to. Oh. I, I, that I don't know. In other words, was he listening live? Or is he? Never mind. It's not. Well, it's, he might have just I'm sent the email confused. thinking that, you know, Royce normally joins us, joins us on Friday. Maybe yeah. that's Did you said. get any more emails about None. a certain something that None. may or may not have happened? I literally received three. Okay. On on you're talking. Never about mind. The, We're I'm good. Just We're good. You're talking We're about good. the other yeah, day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we play the oh, audio. Yep. Of the U of M's apostrophe s. Yep. Oath. Yep. No, make it pledge. Okay, hold on. Pledge at the white coat. At the white coat ceremony. ceremony. Yep. For the medical class of 2026. 2026. Yep. Period. Okay. New sins. Take care of your health. Period. While you can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But make it while you can. Yeah. Okay. Uh, activists destroy. A Van Gogh painting. It's Van Space G O H, right? Yeah. G O G H. Yep. Painting. Yep. Okay, what, what did I say? What activists I... destroy a Van Gogh painting uh, to to protest fossil fuels. Period. Period. We're sure that'll do the trick. Ben Shapiro retweeted that video and just said, well, climate emergency is over now. What, because of the kids? Because the kids destroying that painting. Oh, yeah. Meaning, yeah. oh, nice job. Not, yeah. yeah. Uh, Roycey. Roycey was sports, and that should do it. Oh, rookie. Rookie called from his... Uh, his uh, sports report. Well, uh, no, it's a groom's day, isn't it? Rookie so, checks in. <laughs> from his... Uh, Groom's Day celebration for the upcoming wedding for his son. Okay. Okay. There's that. Oh, I gotta do a ding it. That's right. What? I forgot to pull up the uh, thing that I need to post the show because I need the ad. Are we still on? The town count? Yeah. Yeah, yeah on the video. When is that in? That's why I'm not saying anything. When does that end? <laughs> <laughs> well, it can it can I usually like to get uh, let's wish uh our what 
what do we have 10 12 subscribers what are we at hey if you're listening to it right now because i haven't posted anything yet send us an email i'm curious just oh. just literally say hey yeah. dummy yeah i'm just curious hey, who's listening See? to the feed right That's now reverse or no it would be e- email the show right yeah just go to email the show on the website no, you don't know. You never know. Right. And it doesn't count if you're watching this video on Saturday afternoon. You don't get yeah. to do it then. You no, to... we've got to get that email before 2 p.m. Right. It's 1.50 now. It doesn't count. Where's my thing? There we go. I'm going to post that uh, uh, ooh. that video. How's your tum-tum there, Ken? That was Joe. Oh. I think he's better now. Good. Remember how sick I used to be? I'm better now. Where did I put that? <sighs> oh, don't tell me. Oh, it's right here. I wonder if the Star Tribune will Joe, cover that uh, medical video. I need to, starting next week, be in Minneapolis Monday and Tuesday. Well, which don't means, do the show from here. Call us from someplace. No, uh, which means I'll be doing the show from there Monday yeah. and Tuesday. Yeah. Hans is listening. He says, hey, dummy. Thanks, but, even, <laughs> but even more important... Yeah, I'm gonna have to use your guest bedroom. I can't. I have a. Uh, it's got flowers. I have an exchange. Well, student. I knew you were gonna exchange say that. Student. So I've got this RV. It's a Holiday Rambler from 1974. <laughs> that I, uh, I don't throw anything in the sewer. I painted it brown. Yeah. So it wouldn't stick out. Yeah. Yeah, it'll match. Yeah, there you go. And well, the good thing is it doesn't have a bathroom in it. Yeah, you can go out. The bad news is it doesn't have a bathroom in it. Yeah. <laughs> so we have some exchange students uh, from <laughs> Bulgaria. Oh my God. Reavers, how would your neighbors like it if I backed that thing into your driveway? Oh my God. My neighbor Rob, this is no joke. Great, great guy. He's the one that called me yesterday. His mom lives in Arizona. And so her and her husband, who is Rob's stepdad, he said, hey, I just want to let you know, I'm not trying to go all Clark Griswold on you, but my mom is driving up with her RV and she's going to be parked in my driveway for a few weeks. Does she have to be taken to the grocery store and get some dog food? No, no, no. But he just wanted to let me know because I'm his next door neighbor. I go, oh, God, I don't give a damn. You know, go ahead. I don't care. Does his mom smoke? I can I can see her standing outside of that RV no, in her house coat and actually, slippers. Uh, you never even noticed she was there. She was so quiet. They she, and she had a little a little purse dog, but the dog was never set a peep. And I thought, man, that'd be cool to drive an RV across the country. Who is Katie Price? Isn't she a country singer? No, she's Brit. Oh. Who am I thinking of? Uh, Katy Perry. I thought there was a price that's a country that's um, Vincent Price. <laughs> no, who is the price? Charlie. Oh. No, Charlie Pride. That's who I was thinking. We need John here for this stuff. <coughs> oh, I got an email from Scott. Does it say, "Hey, dummy"? That's two. Told you. Hey, dummy. Stupid. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> Hold on, Tony. Tony's listening. Hey, dummy. And three. Another Scott. I'm listening. Four. Jeff. Hey, dummies. Five. Carol. Hey, dummy. Six. <laughs> this is Uh-oh. awesome. Brian. No. Hey, dummy. Seven. Maybe we should just ask him the question. Hans, I uh, I got you already. Should we ask him the question, Reavers? Uh, sure. 
how many of them were listening on, on Tuesday at this time? Oh, Hans already, he said that was fantastic. Hans emailed me right Hans, away. keep that under your hat, my friend. You're part and, of the club. <laughs> and uh, I will, will, yeah, I will bribe you if I have to. <laughs> well, now that you blew it, can't everybody go back and listen to it? No, no, no it was stream only. Oh. Um, and that's what, yeah, that's what saved us is the fact that only if you were, the only way you heard it is if you were listening to it live because I made sure, Oh, here we go. John listening. Hey, dummy. John Sunday. Joe Matten is listening. This oh. is alarming. I was hoping for a lot less, but it's also a Friday too. keep in mind. Kenny, like I said, I only got three emails from people that heard it. So you're good. You're good. Plus, we didn't hear from management, so we're golden. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's one of those players-only meetings that, you know. It was a closed-door meeting. Yeah. You know what else it was? And it wasn't meant to go it beyond was, us. It was very benign. I wouldn't worry about it. There is some language that was used that I'm very regretful I'll tell for. You that's right. Yeah, that's, it was so. It, it was. You know what? It was comparable to this. Yes, it was. It was. I'll tell you one leaping thing. Oh my God! I don't know why it surfaced yesterday because it was in November. But the Bernsey clip. When are you gonna play signs for this for the town council people? Well, maybe we should. No, you let it go. Maybe the whole one way. profane outburst from the show a week is good enough. We already had one. I'll save signs. Say? Did you get a? You didn't get an email from. Uh, my favorite listener who's mm -mm. supported my family for nope 30 some years nope, 40 years okay i did Good. not Good. um but the the unedited bernsey clip surfaced yesterday on twitter i must have watched it six times because the best part is when he's he's kind of starting to calm down and then Royce pisses him off all over again yep. it was yeah. fantastic you weren't there were you joe uh not for that game okay I used to hit. Well, I've told you that before. I had that Herb Brooks thing. Hold on, Kenny. Han says, subject line, Kenny's bribe. What are we talking? I'd, I'd like a figure. <laughs> Gee whiz, Hans. I'm a poor man. His undying. Ooh. Scott's also uh, has an email. Yep. Heard it and loved it. <laughs> mm. This is awesome. Uh, I love of, this. Side of Kenny I was hoping would never be revealed. Nah, you're good. But you know what? Anybody that heard it can relate. That evil bastard exists inside of me. I, <laughs> sometimes I can't fight him. How about this one from Brian? Kenny, don't worry. I have to give you credit. I've never, ever heard such an efficient wide range of the F word in my 50 years. <laughs> Oh, this is fantastic. I love oh, this. I learned from some of the best. It's Well, we're sitting next to the maestro here. Yeah. Oh, those guys bleeping mountain two drinkers. I about asked my pants. How about yesterday? <laughs> Ooh, I did? I listened. Who did I call I, that? Hold on. I gotta give context since we've got a live audience though. It was when we first started doing the showdown here. 
and yeah, Joe and somebody know, from upstairs. No, no, no. It was it was when the the guys that took over for fifteen hundred, the Score North guys, and Joe oh. did. Joe only knew Judd and Phil. Yeah, right. He didn't know anybody else that was working there. Right. And one I, of them came down to get an. I think it was like an audio clip for me, or or no, it was a spot. It was a when spot you, that and Royce you weren't was here, right? and I wasn't, and I wasn't in here. So he said, "Hey, uh, someone's uh, looking for you." And I said, "Well, who was he? I don't know. One of them." Fucking Mountain Dew drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I meant it in all kinds. Well, I know you did, but you know, he, he sees anybody that's not Phil or Judd, they're all 25 years are. old, and he has and no then idea for, who they are. And then for a while, we referred to everybody oh that works God. upstairs on the second floor as oh. Mountain Dew drinkers. God, it was so damn But funny. then I got to know a few of them, and <laughs> these kids upstairs are they're pretty damn smart. Oh, yeah. and they're, they're probably making the wheel go around. They're really, really oh, good at their God. jobs. I don't know why. I thought that was so damn funny, though. <laughs> I don't know. One of them bleeping Mountain Dew drinkers. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. I don't like cake that's made to look like somebody's face. God, you're like a Larry King column. <laughs> Dot dot dot. I don't like cake that looks like a face. I really love the color yellow. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody ever go fishing in the daytime? <laughs> you, you he had a column in USA Today, and that's all it was. Oh, just God, random bullshit. Well, he was ripping off a guy named Jimmy Cannon who did that in the 40s. Was it good? A sports columnist who was fantastic. I never made a. I never met a man from Sandusky. Dot dot dot. And he have something else. Was it popular? Yes, very. Jimmy what, Cannon was very popular. What is the phrase? The words for when you blurt out just a random observation. Amy hated it when I did it on uh, my. Talk. A non sequitur. Non sequitur. I love doing that on the Krabby Show. We were talking uh, this week about what it was smoking or some goddamn thing and out of the blue i uh i just said i really hate big pumpkins <laughs> just sitting there like what the f with this guy yeah. and then we did you know five ten minutes on people that grow big pumpkins so did i tell you my big pumpkin story from last year i don't think so so we're down a mankato a story it, it's not but you'll love it because it's so me so we went to the Mankato homecoming game and the and the hockey team happened to be playing that night. So Jess says, why don't we just stay down there and we can go to the hockey game, have fun. Cause there's a hotel right next to the arena. The Kids boys with? love it. Oh yeah. It was fantastic. Okay. So All we right. brought the boys, we go to the football game, we go get checked into the hotel. Mom and dad have a couple pops before we go to the hockey game, go to the game. It's a blast. We have a good time. And then there's a high V right behind the hotel. And she said, well, why don't we run, across the street to Hy-Vee and go get some dinner for the boys and whatnot. So William comes with me and it's the night before thing for before Halloween. Yeah. So all their Halloween shits on, on sale. sale. Yeah. Including they have these massive, massive pumpkins out front. And so I'm half in the bag. Right. And I said, buddy, we gotta get one of them. They're like 20 bucks, right. For this hundred pound pumpkin. Yeah. And he goes, we, we should bring it in the hotel room. I'm like, hell yeah, we should. <laughs> so we buy this and that, whatever. And I throw this giant pumpkin in the shopping cart. And I'm like, buddy, get in. You got to ride it. So I'm pushing him through the, I think it's a Radisson or whatever, 
through the the freaking lobby, and everyone's doing like it's you know ten o'clock at night. I'm like, what the hell is this idiot doing? Ah, it's taking it up to my room. They let me. It was a hyvie. They let me take the. I promised I would bring the shopping cart back the next day. So I, I had William knock on the door, and Jess answers, and she goes, "Oh." F word. <laughs> so I bring the damn thing in our hotel room, and the boys were just losing their shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I said we gotta celebrate. We gotta yeah. have a pumpkin. And then of it's course right on that, brand, Jess. that damn thing sat there until we moved because it was you know it wouldn't fit because I have a compost bin. What the shopping cart? No, 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 no. I had to bring the damn pumpkin home because we were gonna paint it and all that crap. Well, it just sat on my front porch until we sold the house, and then I had to throw it into the damn compost bin. It was just rotted and. Crap, whatever. Me and Mr. You did a pumpkin once and we used a jigsaw. That's what now you're giving away my secrets. You I used a saw. circle uh hole drills yeah. and and oh, jigsaws. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's over in about three minutes. That's there's pumpkin that's S everywhere. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh what's his name? Downing has already got his uh, pumpkin wagon selling pumpkins on the weekends under the water tower. You need a pumpkin? I can get you one. You got Brian has a t-shirt idea. The apricot canning Mountain Dew drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a live email? Yeah. Hans goes, this might be the best $100 I've ever spent. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, crap. It's already after two. Oh, shit. What? I got to go to a wedding. Well, you're the one that's trying to avoid going home. This is considered work. What are you? Why? You had to work late today. Well, I might have to go back down and push that belt cart. Why don't you just do it and get it over You're the only person I know that has had trouble with those things. The wheels are wacky. They don't turn. Hey, I guarantee he's pushing the wrong end. That's exactly what I was going to (laughs) say. He's pushing the the, the end that doesn't turn. (laughs) Yeah. Something was wrong. Every time I had to turn, I had to lift it up. Oh, oh that's exactly what he's doing. He's pushing the a, wrong end. You're such a God, a bosom <laughs> licker. Because <laughs> you know, on those, Joe, there's two wheels that always stay straight. Oh, I didn't know. And there's that. other two wheels that turn. Really? Just like a car, Shut Joe. Which, which wheel should be in the front? There, yeah, just like a car, Joe. Are you are you bleeping kidding me? This is as bad as Roycey not knowing how to open a bag of chips. I stabbed it with a scissors. <laughs> Right in the middle. I don't want for years. Popcorn shit it. all over the hallway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, I don't know, man. It's two o'clock. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah, I don't have any text messages or anything. I forget what time that was. Coast might be clear. It's five. Oh, is, were you being summoned earlier? No, not as far as you know. Oh. <clears throat> I was really hoping that uh, Scott or Tom Holter would answer that email regarding that uh, Monday Night Sports Talk question we had. Oh, yeah. Oh, crap. I got to do your thing, too, Ken. And mine. Yeah. What are you going to do? Ah. Nothing. Um, Is there anything I can do here? No, because I got to do it from this one, don't I? I do. All right. Well, I got to shut this off so I can save the video. Yeah, I'm, I got to well. go. I'm done. See you, dummy. Have a good weekend, GLers. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> and.